Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Welcome to Real Presence Live. It's Friday, November 12, 2021. We are broadcasting live from the most epic store in all of Rapid City, South Dakota, the Mustard Seed, here on Main Street. Are we on Main Street? Uh, it's. I think so. I think so. It's too early. No coffee. Send coffee. Send donuts. It's a cry for help. What in the world. My name is yes, Karen Gibis. I'm Jacques and Daniel. We are going to have a great show today, Jacques, aren't we? As soon as the coffee shows up, yes. <laughs> as soon as the coffee shows up. So I asked you to co-host with me today because one of your very favorite thing in the entire world, besides your wife and your lovely children, is to minister to young adults and the youth. And you, true. you I mean, th- this is where God has blessed you with the gift to know what needs to happen. And you do confirmation retreats throughout the Rapid City Diocese, and you just really inspire a lot of young people. And so I thought, well, we're talking about confirmation, we're talking about confirmation, and then we're talking about purgatory. I don't know what your feelings are on purgatory, but what a great show, and it fits you perfectly. <laughs> I'm excited. This should be a great show. I think uh, teaching confirmation kids is very much like purgatory. Oh, I hadn't thought about that, but you are so correct. <laughs> only, oh, I'm only on my second year of teaching confirmation kids, but yes, yes, indeed. It can be anyway. It is it's a very, very purgative. It, it, it's, it's very, very much cleansing. Full of many graces. Let's put it that way. <laughs> well, we are joined today on the phone with uh, Deacon Gary Hager. Deacon, are you there? Hello, yes. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Will you take a few moments and tell our listeners about yourself? Okay. Um, I am a deacon in the Diocese of Crookston, uh, located at Holy Rosary in Detroit Lake, Minnesota. And uh, my wife, Mary, and I have been married for 29 years. We have one son and his wife, Rachel, and uh, they blessed us with a granddaughter 11 months ago. So Avery Joe is... Uh, Coming along just finely and uh, is giving them a run for their money. So, <laughs> well, and, that's uh, the way it should be. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, Holy Rosary is really special for me. Um, well, back in 1976, I was probably about 11 or 12. My family came from southern Minnesota. I grew up in a family of four, mom and dad, my sister Jane and I. And we came up to Island Lake go on a week-long vacation, fishing vacation. And we came to Holy Rosary because our family always went at 5 o'clock on Saturday night. So we came to Holy Rosary in Detroit Lakes at 5 o'clock. And if you've ever been to Holy Rosary on a summer uh, night at 5 o'clock, the windows in the west just grasp all the light that the sun can give and uh, places it right on the altar. Well, at that time... uh, 
the two main doors to the tabernacle were closed. And these things are huge. They're, they're like nine feet tall and six feet wide. Uh, the Benedictine cell uh, design church. And uh, at the sign of peace, the ushers come and open the doors. And when they open the doors, you know, after doing the sign of peace, we all turned back towards the altar. And all I saw was this bright light on the tabernacle. And being 11 or 12 years old, it's like, Jesus is here. And uh, it was just an incredible experience. That was my first uh, engagement or encounter with with God. Um, And it stuck with me, and I came back to Detroit Lakes after high school to go to Detroit Lakes Tech at that time, is what it was called. And I always desired to get back and didn't know how that was going to work. Well, God had a plan. Uh, We met a good friend in Tech College, and uh, about seven years later, I met his sister, and and. God took care of the rest. <laughs> That's a beautiful story. I love how it, the moment you were impacted in Holy Rosary, that you were at such a young age, such an impressionable age that you know, it would stay with you for the rest of your life. And it just goes to show how important it is that we reach the children at that, at that young age with this love of Christ yeah. and what they, you know, that their faith becomes on fire, that they can see yeah. the light, <laughs> if you will. Yes, yes, and and God has blessed our family with many examples of that, um, uh, especially with the grandchild Avery Joe, and but also my sister. I just want to recognize the work He has done through her. She's a six-time cancer survivor. Oh wow! And she's a year and a half younger than I am. And she's lost her hair like three times. Um, she's been through numerous uh, chemo treatments and. You know, initially radiation when she was in middle school and when it all started. And uh, just absolutely a miracle in our family. And uh, she's she's incredible, and her strength is in uh, the faith is very, very strong. Well, that's that's really great. I mean, to have the, that is a, a living example of how our faith can sustain us in times like that that's what a great lesson you can share with the confirmation class which is what we're gonna talk about so first of all you you are a deacon there at holy rosary in the detroit lakes um, parish there Um, but you also do more as part of your ministry what else do you do there at besides just be deacon awesome gary hager well don't get I'm going to humble myself. It's not that uh, not that awesome. Oh, um, I've seen but, what uh, deacons I, have to do. <laughs> the deacons so, have to do uh, a lot, so don't sell yourself too short. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. No, um, uh, you know, we have the privilege and glory to to worship next to the priests on the altar as a deacon, and uh, also perform. Marriage celebrations, and especially with uh, former confirmation students now, it's, it's great to have that relationship and get to baptize new children into the church. And uh, the thing that really is in my heart is the confirmation side. Um, I've uh, been with that for 20-plus years, and uh, I remember uh, you stating beginning at the, the program is that, you know, in the form of, purgatory 
Um, <laughs> but uh, I got, I got I, I'd have to agree with you. The first few years, it's like you know, sitting at this table with these tenth grade boys and girls, and they're just looking at you. You're looking at them, and it's like you try and get anything out of them. It's like full of teeth. It's like <laughs> unbelievable. Exactly. But you know, you're you're there for a reason as as a catechist. And it was many years later you find all the fruits of your work. And it's like, I thought for sure I didn't connect up with anybody mm-hmm. in that group. And it's like, wow, like, I don't know what's going to happen with these people, but it's amazing. Um, yeah, one particular student shared with my wife um, many years later is that um, she's Catholic because, and then she pointed to me, and it's like, are you kidding me? It's like, I didn't know what I was doing. So, so um, that's just absolutely phenomenal, you know, when we look back in the, in the early years that someone did, did, you know, through the grace of God, see uh, something and grasp something from that. So, but uh, confirmation is, is my, my one calling I really, really enjoy. And um, in this last couple of years... Uh, if you're familiar with Father John Ricardo, he uh, he's a priest of the Archdiocese of Detroit, and he has explained the charisma that has just grasped me more than any other time that the charisma has been explained. And are you familiar with the charisma? Yeah. Yes. We are. <laughs> okay. Just making sure we were still connected and I wasn't talking to myself. No, no yeah, we're tracking but, you. This is all good. You're yeah, saying things that are beautiful to, and true. Yeah, we don't have to add. You're just doing great things. But why don't you explain it for our listeners so that in case there's some who are listening that don't understand? That's a big That's okay. a big yep. Catholic word. Yep. yep, it's a big Catholic word, and it, it's not meant to be intimidating or anything. It's basically the message of the gospel. It's, it's what we are to share and disciple and... And go on mission all the time, and yet I got to say, when I grew up in the seventies and graduated in the early eighties, yeah, I, and so um, the charisma, as Father John uh, puts it, is that it's creation. We are then captured by sin. Uh, God sends Jesus to save us, and then what is our response? So he put it in. These four simple words that is easy to remember and easy to communicate. Uh, created, that God created everything, and that the question that he throws out there is there, why is there something rather than nothing? And that is just phenomenal when you just sit back to think about it. Uh, next, we're captured by sin. Uh, Lucifer decided not to do the will of God. And so he knew he couldn't fight God, so he went after God's most loved creature. And that's us. In order to cause us to sin, to cause us to not to trust God, to cause us to just avoid the gloriousness that we are destined for in heaven. Next, rescue. God sent Jesus to rescue us, and Father John uses us. A great analogy. Uh, he uses the World War II D-Day invasion, um, and he shows a picture. Goes, "What are these men here to do?" And everybody would say, "Fight!" No, well, exactly. Then he shows a picture of the Holy Family and the baby Jesus, 
what's he here to do? And it's kind of like crickets in the room. And uh, he goes, he's here to fight. And that is so true. If we understand the charisma correctly and all that Jesus had did through his passion, death, and resurrection. And then uh, next is the response. Our response. How are we supposed to respond? And we are to be out on mission. Okay? So what is your mission? Why are you called to do? What are what do you think God's plan is for you? And uh, I'm so grateful that God hit me over the head with a two-by-four in 1976 to help <laughs> me recognize who he was because it, I'm not real bright and catch on to things very well. Um, but he did it. And that is just absolutely phenomenal. So oh. Deacon Gary, if I understand, um, most people would think of confirmation class as, you know, zeroing in on the Holy Spirit and all of the gifts and fruits of the Spirit and all the requirements and all the little boxes they have to check. But it sounds like you are really, with your students, focusing in on this basic gospel message that we assume that they have, but sometimes, you know what happens when we assume. Yeah, yeah, um... Uh, Father John states this frequently is that he doesn't think most people, and, and including Catholics, know really the gospel message. Um, you know, we grew up in the 70s where, you know, it was the opposite of just love and the great God is a love ball and all that kind of stuff. And here, color some pictures and everything like that. And not that it isn't good, but it just didn't impact. Um, but uh, Father John also shares that it's important to evangelize before catechizing because if we swap them around which I think the church has done but it wasn't intentional to do this it's, this is what we knew is we need to get you to know this stuff well but if we don't evangelize it's like planting a seed in concrete um, it's just not going to grow and that's where I'm working with the, the 10 guys that I have this year. They're 10th graders. Um, we're just getting into the message. Uh, I've got to feed them a little bit at a time. Um, are they captive? No, not necessarily all of them. Uh, are they engaged? No, not necessarily all of them. But it's a matter of being persistent, and the time will come. God will all of a sudden cause that switch to turn to make them realize where their heart is really leading them as compared to where our culture tends to lead us. That's a great point. And, you know, I think that it's important that they realize they just show up and, and God will do what he will do with them if they show up. And so to get those, I mean, what a, 10th graders, well, I mean, here in the Rapid City Diocese, we're doing 6th, 7th, 8th graders for confirmation. They're a little bit more receptive than I would say a 10th grader. So that you have a mission ahead of you that is intense. So, wow. But (laughs) we are going to, we we need to take a break. But when we come back, Deacon Gary, I would love to hear more about what your program looks like and maybe how these um, high schoolers are responding to this, this new way of approaching the sacrament of confirmation, more like a lifelong mission more so than uh, check the boxes and get get the oil on your head. So 
We'll, we'll talk about that more after the break. Um, stay with us here on Real Presence Live. We are broadcasting from the Mustard Seed in Rapid City, South Dakota. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com slash contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, the Executive Director of Riverview Place in Fargo. The blessing of our foundation built on faith and our sense of fellowship strengthens our sense of safety, security, and community. This is what the region has come to rely on at Riverview Place for the past 35 years. We'd love to have you join us. Call 701-237-4700 to set up a tour today or check us out at homeishere.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning. Welcome back. We are on the air live with Deacon Gary from the Diocese of Crookston, Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. Deacon, uh, when I Googled Detroit Lakes, Minnesota, uh, all of the pictures showed snow. I don't know if that's... uh, (laughs) Do you have snow right now? (laughs) Yes, yes, we do. Do Yes, we do. As a matter matter of fact, the school district is in uh, uh, visual learning, or what do you want to call that? They get on their their, uh, electronic accounts. No school day class is... Yeah, isn't that cruel? That, that is, is absolutely that's, cruel. There's something wrong about that. You know, oh my gosh, I remember that was the greatest thing back in the day. But I guess right, yeah. Well, Deacon Gary, thank you for joining us. We were talking before the break about uh, your great love for confirmation and uh, this renewal of the church's mission of evangelization and. 
You know, I got confirmed as a junior, so you've got 10th graders. I was a 11th grader when I was confirmed, and I was a pretty good kid, but uh, <laughs> in my memory, <laughs> I can only imagine uh, what my confirmation teachers <laughs> thought about it all. Um, but you, tell us more about, so you talked about um, Father Ricardo's Kerygma inspiring work. How does that translate into what you're doing in class with the confirmation students? What does that look like? Okay, well, this is the second go-around. I did the first go-around last uh, year with uh, we have a two-year confirmation preparation. So I had 11th graders last year, because I follow them through from 10th to 11th grade. And um, uh, I had one of the students, because we I'm taking clips out of Father Ricardo's uh, presentation they did in Kansas City. So I'm taking clips, and then I end up a worksheet, and uh, so we're we're stopping and fast forwarding, talking, stopping, fast forwarding, talking, and fill out the, the worksheet. And uh, we couldn't do it succinct or in sequential classes. We had other things that were in between. We had um, guest speakers from St. Uh, uh, Paul's Newman Center in Fargo uh, that we zoomed with, and they shared their uh, story their conversion stories, and so um, we got back to uh, to this, uh, Father Ricardo's uh, sessions, and turned on the video, and one of the kids goes, oh yeah, this guy, and he's like, <laughs> okay, I'm taking that as a sign, <laughs> that is really good, um, it's like, they didn't go, well, well, who's this, but no, yeah, this guy, <laughs> so, so, um, so Father Ricardo's got a reputation as being this guy, at least in Holy Rosary. Um, and I believe that was a good indicator that there's something going on here, at least. Um, I can't say whether you know it's, it's producing the fruit. Uh, we'll know that in years to come. Um, but um, you know, that's just part of the, the plan going forward is taking excerpts out of He's got three videos. Father John has three videos from Kansas City, and um, so I just use that and uh, a worksheet. And everybody, if anybody wants a worksheet, just email me. Look it up at Holy Rosary, and you can find my email. Uh, but um, uh, the other thing you got to remember: what did Jesus do to draw people in? What Fed did them. he do? Oh. He fed them. Is that what you said, Jacques? Food, right? Okay. Is that, was that the answer? Yes, yes. So we provide Deacon Gary's chocolate chip cookies at every class. <laughs> oh, All right, awesome. And, uh, yeah, it's got a reputation, so that's good. That's good. Um, but we're drawing them in so that hey, there's there's another you know thing to at least get them there, and then hopefully we can capture them in that aspect. And then, you know, I encourage them to bring whatever they want to drink, um, and then uh, uh, we break open the last two classes since we've had such um, other things taking place. We had a guest speaker this last Wednesday, and and we had uh, safe environment training a few Wednesdays before that. So I mean, it's been um, kind of hit and miss for the, the Ricardo training, but um, at the last class, um, or the first class that I had with them, and continuing. Bring a contain four containers, one of each of the different types of soils that the sower sower is is planting seeds in. And so 
you know, there's the rocky ground or the the path, the rocky ground, the weeded ground, and then the fertile soil. So, ask them, where are you at in your in your journey? You know, obviously, there's a little bit more work to it than just saying that. But I just ask them, where are you at in your journey? Are you on the path where if the seed is planted, it's picked up by birds and goes away? Or are you in the rocky ground where it's like, yeah, I'm on fire. But then as soon as you walk out the door, Mm -hmm. it it goes away. Or are you in the weeds where, yeah, I'm on fire, I can do this. And then something happens in the world and it's like, oh, this video game's just awesome. You know, then, you know, it just drops off. And I said, well, I'm not in the fertile soil yet myself. I'm still working on it. So, you know, I ask them to assess where they're at each week. And then um, we also dive into Scripture. Some of the things that, that you know, some of the existing confirmation programs, um, they do a great job, but they don't necessarily dive into Scripture. Um, so we, we look at various Scriptures that are leading to discipleship. And, uh, you know, the woman at the well about the, the sower of the seed, um, uh, the talents, you know, and keep looking at that and breaking them open. And But we'll eventually get to that program that uh, is a catechesis, but not until we get them evangelized. Um, and I don't know how long that's going to take. That's up to God. So uh, just tell you, prayer is, is essential if you're a confirmation uh, catechist, mm-hmm. especially in high school age. Yes. You know, they got they got their driver's license to worry about. They have their new sports teams to worry about. They have the AP classes to worry about, um, you know, and, and unfortunately we only get them for an hour, hour and a half a week. Yet, what's the most important thing in life is knowing that Jesus loves you, God loves you, you're a child of God, and you have a mission. And you need to know what the mission is. And you need to take that to prayer. I know what that mission is. And um, so that's that's where I'm leading, and hopefully uh, uh, it will provide fruit in your stomach. Um, one of the things that um, uh, was on the, the pre-interview email that I received is that, you know, preparing the parents. How are we preparing the parents? And I can say I haven't done anything much in the past, but this year I started sending them uh, an email of the videos that we are going to watch. So, and um, I'm hoping that's going to make an impact. I can't say whether they're watching the videos or not, but um, I'm hoping that that's going to make an impact that provides some dialogue when the youth gets home from class. So, but you Damn, know, Gary, you when, I, uh, when I was uh, when I started youth ministry and being involved in confirmation prep, I was a college student. We had uh, our pastor who was uh, doing our marriage prep invited us to come and help us, you know, lead small groups as college students. Mm-hmm. I had a very different vision of what confirmation prep looked like, and even as a young married couple, and uh, and now with uh, kiddos that are grown, it's so important. You know, I think that's a beautiful thing. Parents are, uh, like you said, you've got them for an hour a week, and and the rest of the time they're in their homes. And what a beautiful way to inspire. Yeah parents and families to uh, you know meditate on the on the charisma the gospel and and to hopefully have those conversations with their kids it's a beautiful idea yeah yeah so it's um it's a challenge we're in a challenging age as uh, 
And his father, Shay, from Bismarck, University of Mary, says, you know, we're from Christian to an apostolic mission. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's his resource, um, the Journey Home resource, the Catholic stuff you should know resources, the podcast. Father Mike Schmitz is another one of my resources. Um, our diocese is, a, is in the process of the Go Forth as Disciples ministry. Um, Focus is a great resource. I mean, the students over at St. Paul's uh, Newman Center at NDSU is a great resource to, to witness via Zoom. You know, at least we got that technology, and that's the benefit of the technology that I'm seeing. Is that we can we can actually get more people to uh, witness to the youth than what we had in the past. That's beautiful. Well, we only have a couple minutes left, Deacon Gary. Would you have any final thoughts, or do you want to um, maybe, I mean, speak to the parents on the importance of supporting their children as they go through this confirmation prep, and why, you know, just even speak to that for a couple of minutes? Okay. Um, Well, parents, uh, uh, seek out forms of evangelization for yourself. Um, I'm sad to say that probably most of the youth I've seen over the years, uh, greater than 50% of parents don't attend Mass on a regular mm-hmm. basis. Um, I really encourage the parents to seek out, you know, the videos from Father John Ricardo. It, it's www.xxix.org, um, referring to Acts 29. And He's got many resources. And the Journey Home Program with Marcus Grodi is on 7 o'clock every Monday night on EWTN, or you can just go online um, to just hear those witness stories. I mean, he just recently had someone that um, considered themselves an atheist and how she married an an atheist, and he he started progressing towards faith and ended up in the church, the Catholic Church, and so did she, and she turned a whole 180, and she says, I can be with clarity now. And it's like, wow, that's just absolutely amazing. So, I mean, expose yourself to those types of things. And you should be I able would, to connect up. I would say that, you know, parents, tune into Real Presence Radio. You're going to hear everything you need. Share it with your kids. My kids listen to Real Presence Radio on a regular basis, and I think they're smarter than I am. Your, the resource mm-hmm. we have here is amazing. So, well, thank you so much, mm-hmm. Deacon Gary, for being with us this morning and for taking time out of your schedule. And thank you for everything that you are doing for the confirmation class there in Detroit Lakes. Well, thank you for having me on, and I wish all of you and your listeners a good uh, 33rd Sunday of Ordinary Time and leading up to Advent. It's coming. All right. Well, thank you so much. Well, stay with us here on Real Presence Live. We're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to speak with one of our local bishops. And we're going to break down the sacrament of confirmation. So we're going to continue this talking about confirmation. Stay with us here on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.